1: know the soul know the that is to know the You know the the
2: Welcome again to City with a Soul I'm Bishop Designate Brenda Wood Gordon. I'm here with my co host Amber Moses Ortiz, and tonight we are going to interview Di Boo. We have a situation going on here in the city with a soul, and we just want to let him go forth and give you a little information about what's happening with him in this city
3: with the soul that go ahead hello um i'm here just to uh give some insight about what was going on uh at my recent job um i am a forklift driver let me say that first of all and um i enjoy my job but i had to go out on the surgery um after i went out on the surgery um I came back to my job and I was told that I couldn't have my forklift job back anymore. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so I, of course I asked uh, why, what was the reason for that? And they told me that I needed a form of restrictions. I need to have restrictions to drive my forklift that I've been driving for several years now. And that was uh, uh, crazy to me. I just didn't get it. I just didn't understand why, because uh, no one else needed uh, restriction paperwork to drive a forklift. You know,
2: now if I can, if I can just take a moment and give you a little more um, background about Daibu. He is a military veteran, and I want to take a minute to thank him for his service to this country. My pleasure. I just appreciate My him pleasure. so much. Now we have to make sure that we protect and serve our military men and women who protect and serve us as a free nation of people, because if we don't protect and serve them, for the service that they have rendered to us to make sure that our freedoms stays as it is how can we call ourselves americans i just want to thank you so much for doing what you've done to protect us and keep us a free nation a free people that we can have the right to walk back and forth in this country and do the things that we need to do as americans as citizens And now we're facing a dilemma. That's why we're on the podcast tonight, because you are now facing a dilemma on a job that you felt secure in when you went out to have surgery, which was a medical necessity. Go ahead and continue telling us what's going on.
3: Correct. Um, uh, uh, It was my my pleasure to have served this country proudly and honorably. Um, But as far as my job goes, I didn't want that to have an influence. Uh, on uh how I was treated or anything uh at my job. So I let hard work and determination get me to where I was on good. my job without uh my military history and background uh, playing a role in that. Um yes. Although it was all it was known since my application process that I am a protected veteran and uh have a protected veteran paperwork okay. and uh as well as a military ID to uh to to back that up. But like I said, I didn't want that to play a role. But uh, it was just uh, weird how I was treated when I came back. I also have a son that's in Iraq right now uh, having to deal with Iran bombing us all wow. the time. Wow. And uh, what do I tell my son when he comes home and has to get a civilian job? You know, now I have yes. to tell him that you have to have certain paperwork to uh, attain certain positions that you're over or well qualified for. Yes. Um. And so now it's to the point at this job that, I've brought them the paperwork that they have required from me stating my restrictions. It's not, um, so much that I cannot work. I just have restrictions. And, uh, as a veteran, I am protected by certain laws. Yes. Um, the association for disabled uh, veterans, um, uh, the ADA, I believe it w- is also, uh, protect us, uh, in our disability, in our disability state that they should, they should provide jobs for us yes. or train us for new jobs, at that job site, so that we can still provide for our families. Right. But this, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: May I ask you, does this company pride themselves on hiring veterans? They,
3: they, they attempt. They, they say they do, but uh, that's only on the surface. When you get behind the scenes, there is no uh, anything there. Uh, provided to show that hey we stand behind you guys and we're going to make sure that uh we keep you guys uh busy and being productive but also make a place for you
2: now is this a um is this a local company or is this a nationwide uh,
3: company uh, it is local and both local and nationwide it's, okay. it's here in, in our in our town uh, in waco and uh it's also uh, across overseas and everywhere it's uh it's over a fortune so 500 it's, company. yes
2: it's a fortune 500 company it's yes. a company that's just not in the united states but it's a it's a it's global. company it's global it's, global, yes. it's a global company mm-hmm. okay so not only is it a company that's, that's taking care of or providing jobs just in the united states but it's providing jobs around the world true so this company should make sure and protect the american people and the people abroad but especially the Mer- american people because this is an american company true true
3: that, it that, that is true. Um, my thing is, um, now they're saying that not only can I not drive my forklift, once I brought those papers back, those restriction papers, not only are they saying that I can't drive the lift anymore, but they don't have a job for me at all. Now. Really? now it's, it's, and the thing about that is this is coming from, um, a supervisor. There's a backdrop. There's always a backstory to everything.
2: Give us that story.
3: Okay. If and, you don't mind, I don't have a problem with it. Um, it's, it, It's borderline sexual harassment, to be honest with you, because uh, my supervisor has has made a few passes at me and I've been married, happily married to my wife for 13 years and she's happily married. So she says, but she's uh, made certain passes at me, uh, said certain things to me, certain gestures, and uh, I I never reported her. I never reported her and I should have. And and, and I guess the stigma, especially on men, is that... um, we don't want to look a certain way by reporting that we have been harassed by um, uh, somebody of the opposite sex of the female gender. And um, so I didn't say anything and I, and I and I and I should have, you know, but at the same time, we were good friends. Uh, let me tell you that as well. Uh, we've hung out on several occasions. I've been to her home and so on and so forth and met her husband and her family as well. Well, like I said, she made those passes at me when I shot her down, when I denied her and I and I just let her know it's it's a, only on a friendship basis that we're uh, going to communicate. Uh, she began to get upset and she has upper management people who she's worked with long term who back her in whatever decision that she's made. OK. And uh, and th- her supervisor was also played a part in um, making this decision that oh, we don't have any jobs for you at all.
0: So what does that mean exactly when they say they don't have any jobs for you at all? Uh, you they, can't have your forklift job back, but there's they can't provide you uh, any position. So are they basically forcing you into short-term disability?
3: They are basically forcing me into short-term disability. Um, I'm actually due to turn those papers in next week. Um, so
0: What papers did they
3: request? They requested uh, I, that I take short-term disability papers to my doctor and also FMLA papers as well. To be filled out and returned to them. So, um, when you've been fully
0: re- released
2: by your doctor to return to work,
3: when I've been fully released by my doctor to return to work for one condition, and that's the condition that I went out to have surgery for, which but, had
2: nothing to do with your disability, which had nothing to do with, the United with my, States with my with my, with my client
3: exactly with my disability from the United States government. Um, if if I if I can be clear, um, I, I've had uh, surgery for cancer if I can be clear mm-hmm. that has developed over the years. Mm-hmm. Okay. My disability from the government is a bone and joint issue. Okay. Okay. So the two cert, there's two different things the, the the, the, the cancer they knew nothing about because I kept it private. Correct. The bone and joint disability. You can tell after I've worked two, three hours, you can tell I'm moving very different. I can only do certain things. You know, you, it's, 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 it's a wear on my body and it's also well documented as well. So, um, they took it upon themselves to say, you're healthy enough to, to be back at work. From that, you're healthy enough from this as well.
0: Oh, they decided. They basically. decided. They decided.
3: Mm-hmm. So that's why they wanted the note to say, hey, if he's healthy from this, then what else is holding him back? What else is keeping him from doing these manual jobs that we. that we?"
2: So they're like, basically overriding mm-hmm. what your disability says. Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. And then the thing about it was
3: they did they didn't believe me. They read. They took me at face value as that. Hey, he's this. He's that. And I won't bring those uh, those things into play. But he's this. He's that. So he he's he can't be telling the truth about it. So and then when I show and prove that. Hey, my claim that I am a disabled veteran and and my doctors will back this up. Yes. Now it's like, oh wow. What do we do? You know, we can't take say we were wrong. Yes. So we have to try to push push this guy away. You know, it's, it's as quick as possible and sweep it under the rug as fast as possible with short term disability.
2: Because now they don't want you there at all because then it it brings into play it goes back to what you said earlier about the sexual harassment right. and I have to take a moment and visit that because mm-hmm. in the world of sexual harassment when it's a man they're looked upon very differently right for a woman to make an advance that a man it's considered oh he's he's you know he's a g or he's um. He's got he's got it going on because a woman is coming on to him. You know, he he's he's very attractive or whatever It's you know, it's it's make it makes him look like like a playboy. Right. But when it's a woman, it's a totally different thing. People in society, they pay more attention to it. But we're living in a world now where everything is going on. So we have to even now pay attention to when a man is saying he's harassed by a woman because women are now in leadership positions. They're in managerial positions. They're Mm -hmm. in supervisory positions. And even though you didn't report it does not mean that it didn't happen. Correct. And just because it didn't happen. And now upper management has taken what she said and put you on this road to short-term, long-term, and FMLA. Eventually termination. Eventually, yes. Termination, because that's what it sounds like is about to happen. We still need to go back and revisit this, because if there were other people that this has happened to, correct. there needs to be something done according to the law. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's right. I mean, you are protected as under the Americans with Disabilities Act, but also as a veteran. Correct. So now your next steps are to go back to your doctor and then take it to human resources at mm-hmm. this Fortune 500 company. Yes,
3: the, 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 they expect that from me. They didn't give me a deadline or anything, but I I, I could hear it in, in this tone that I didn't have long to, to produce that paperwork. So uh, I kind of took my time on the last one that they asked for because I just didn't want uh, any special treatment. You know, I thought that, hey, but, you know, I, I, I would I would just let my work show uh, my character. You know, versus um, like I said, bringing any kind of paperwork that would set me aside from the guys that I work with and stand by day to day. You know, there's some good guys there, and uh, and they respect who I am. They know my history, and, and they know what's going on with me. And I just, I just didn't want to be any different. And as far as the sexual harassment thing goes, you know, it, I sh- I, I probably could say I, sh- I probably should have said something, um, but at the same time it's easy for me to just blow it off. It's like no big deal, you know. And if it's happening to a woman, it's pressure. You know, I feel like, you know, guys are, we're, you know, we're physically stronger than most women, you know, things like that. Back off, you know. I can handle myself with a woman, you know. I, at least I, th- I thought I could. And, you know, uh, Correct. Em- employees, they joke with me, hey, man, if you had a did this or did that with her, man, then you'd be a manager by now. you be in, you know. And I'm like,
2: oh, come on. But your integrity stood up. Of course. Because always. you've been married to your wife for 13 years. Right. And you are a family oriented man from what it sounds right. like. And your family is important to you. Your relationship with your wife is important to you and with your children, that's important to you. So you have to you stand for what is right. That's and true. you don't want to go outside of your commitment to your family. That's why you did not do what they say. And that's the difference. That's the reason why you're in the position you're in now. And I commend you for that. I I commend you for that. A lot of men would have gone ahead and stepped out of those bounds and did what it took to be in that position. But we thank God and we thank you for being a man of integrity. Because nowadays, a lot of men would have taken that step. But, you know, being a good person now has got you here that's why we're on this podcast because it takes good people to step out of the bounds of comfort and say what needs to be said, because we want a resolution to this problem. So it doesn't happen to the next good man.
3: Right. And the, the whole time I was being led to believe that she was trying to put together this super team that she was trying to put together, you know, a team that, that she could depend on. We could work around the clock and we could get things done as effective and efficiently as possible. And, um, I, just, I guess the joke was on me, basically, because this had happened to other people and everybody was just kind of sitting back really? and watching, you know, her prey on me. Because she had already said uh, when she first seen me coming from orientation, hey, I want him. He's going to be over here with me. And you it's were a th- marked man. I was marked.
2: Really? And then I wow. go on to
3: find out that some of her con- fellow constituents who are in her position but work in different departments, that's the thing. They choose They're guys. So they fit. They they find the women that they want and they take them in and they, you know, buy them, woo them. They buy them cars and they buy them certain gifts and they can't talk to any of the other guys on the floor. They're not normal employees anymore. They have extra sick days and extra off. You know, this is
2: really undercover company policy, of
3: of course. And they're all in cahoots with each other. So if you say something to one, they're going to say, hey, he's on us. He's on us. And then it goes all around the company. Hey, we got one. Get him out of here. He knows what's going on. He doesn't want to be a part of it. Get him out. Wow. And that's where I'm at. It's not even about my disability because I've had this job for several years. And that question never arose about yes. my disability until right before I leave. It's Christmas time. I'm about to have surgery. Uh, everybody's going to parties. And she. this is when she shoots her big shot. Hey, come by my house. Hey, we're having this party. with. We'll, you know, yeah. And then it's like, hey. You know, she says these sexual things to me on the side. I guess that was her last shot before I actually had to go out and have the surgery. And I declined it. I kind of laughed it off, pat her on the back. Hey, you have a wonderful Christmas. You know, God bless your husband and your family. I know they had some turmoil. They were going through some things at home. Like I said, I met her husband. I, I you know he's a good guy. You know, he they, they, he does his thing, but he overall, he's a good guy. And I'm just like, I understand you have your problems at home, but I'm not going to be the solution. I'm not that solution for your problems. You know?
0: Right. Well, I mean, that shouldn't even be anywhere in your job description or expected in any way, shape or form, man or woman. Right. And especially in a company that should know better. Correct. And and the human resource department should they know the laws. They know you're protected. And for them to to be such a big company and tell out to be so rampant. So when you were very first hired, you mm-hmm. didn't have to produce those disability papers initially.
3: I, I did not. I was given a form to fill out. Um, online as well as uh, written that, um, that I, what disabilities that I have, any surgeries that I had, and uh, my military status, veteran active, and so on and so forth. And in, in that status, did I have a disability as well? It had the yes, no, or I do not want to disclose. Okay. So since I didn't have to disclose it, I didn't disclose it, but I did check I am a protected veteran. Yes. So it was known from Jump Street. Um, uh, my situation, everything, that uh, my medical condition, everything. So it was already known. And, you know, common sense tells you that over years and years of doing any kind of work, you know, you're not going to get stronger. You're not going to get better. You know, uh, you may be able to find the tricks of the trade and make, work smarter, but physically you're not going to get, you know what I'm saying? So, so especially when you already have a condition, it's going to wear down. My situation has, has come to that point.
0: Do you feel like not disclosing um, why you – left for surgery you wanted to keep that private between Mm -hmm. you and your family um do you feel like that has something to do with it as well like like they're trying to guess what's going on with you and true diagnosing you in their head
3: And, and they did uh they actually most people thought that i actually went out on surgery for uh my uh military disability so I kind of let them think that as well. But then I come back and I had no scars here, you know, and, and, and they're looking. and So they were questioning. They were questioning that. And since I didn't tell them that, like, the club there is, if we know your business and we know what's going on with you, you're okay with us. Right. If you're reserved and you're private to yourself, you wanna keep they wanna know what's going on and if you don't let them know what's going on, it's gonna be a problem. And they start picking, nitpicking, nitpicking, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. Fix your belt, tuck your shirt in, you know. You you start nitpicking when mm-hmm. everybody else is lax. So I I I guess I, I, was, I wasn't in a cool kids club anymore. So <laughs> so Exactly. So
2: I put a target on my back, yeah. So have you considered or have you contacted the veterans department? of administration about what they're doing to you? Have you spoken with your doctor? Have you spoken through any legal services from the VA about what they're doing concerning your job? Because I did hear you say that you were released to go back to work by your doctor. Mm-hmm. Have you spoken to anybody else from the VA about what they're doing to you?
3: I have not. Uh, I I have a few appointments coming up uh, back to back to back days. So I've really been really busy, but I do plan on, uh, reaching out and finding out exactly um, what my what my rights are and um, how to move forward with this. So um, I definitely need some legal advice. Um, uh, I'm, I'll be on the hunt trying to find out what, what what my next step is So
2: okay, well, we want to thank you for your time, and we are considering staying in touch with you. Okay. and we at some point later in our podcast, we'd like to thank you for being with us this afternoon. And we just want to say to any veterans that are out there, if you are at risk of companies doing the same thing to you because you have protected and served our country, City with a Soul wants to help protect you and to serve you. We want you to know that we are concerned about you having your job and your rights. We don't want you to lose the livelihood that you have to take care of your family. We want to tell you thank you for being with us. Have a good evening.
1: Hope Media Network Podcast.